Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Tim Gosbury. And uh, yes. Romain Poirot de Vigue. Yes, so, and also joining us today online, we're having Kel- Kelvin. Kelvin, can you say hi? Hi. Hi, I'm Kelvin. Okay, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, thank you very much, Kevin, and thank you very much, Romain. Yeah, Romain is the CEO of Quick Delivery, and Kelvin is the CEO of Bumper. So, today, we're going to be talking about shopping, shopping, and shopping online. So, if you like shopping, if you like window shopping, and if you like buying anything online, then... those you can't afford. Yeah, especially those <laughs> things you can't afford, yes. Now is the perfect time to talk to the people making magic behind the scenes in e-commerce in nigeria i mean there's a whole lot of things to talk about yeah so yeah and uh i'd like to get what you guys think about uh, e-commerce so yeah romaine can we start with you sure uh thank you very much for the invitation and hi kelvin good to talk to you and with you um so uh, i mean e-commerce is only the beginning in nigeria it's the beginning of the story, right? Uh, everything has to still be, uh, I mean, invented. Uh, um, hundreds of Nigerian entrepreneurs are creating uh, the, the real Nigerian experience or African experience for e-commerce, which cannot be the same, and look at my face, <laughs> cannot be the same as, uh, as the European or the, Af- or the American or the Japanese uh, e-commerce experience. There are uh, local specificities, local requirements, local preferences, and all this uh, requires uh, a specific IT infrastructure and logistic infrastructure uh, that is going to be uh, to, to give satisfaction to the Nigerian or to the African consumer. Mm. And it's a work in progress, obviously. Awesome. So, uh, Kelvin, wh- what are your thoughts? Where do you think e-commerce is at right now in Nigeria? I think it's in a great place. Um, we, we're, we're just at the phase where uh, um, e-commerce is shifting um, from the hands of corporations to the hands of um, business owners. And we're seeing business owners have a lot more power than they have ever had, um, a lot more control over you know, what they sell, how they sell, and when, you know, where they choose to sell. Um, that kind of control has never necessarily been you know, in the power of the, in the hands of the, the merchants um, in the past um, but now you know they have this entire control they have tools you know that you know bumper is building or quick is building and all the players are building that immediately you know they have their products you know available to millions of people out there um, they can choose you know now you know and, and manage everything from you know as even their mobile phone so I think I think it is just you know it's just they want away from the hmm so in, in recent years, we're we even seeing e-commerce move to niching down to what we call social commerce and uh, mobile commerce. And last week, we saw the announcement that Boppa was integrating with Instagram. And so the main headline was turning people's DMs into a storefront. Can you tell us what that means exactly, the philosophy behind that? is that will help them manage um, their sales no matter where they sell. That's what we do at Bumper. Um, and in doing that, we noticed that out of about 50,000 orders that were recorded on Bumper last year, um, 20,000 of those were actually from Instagram and WhatsApp. Yes, and basically that told us, you know, that showed us where 
and the market is heading. So we we we're here, you know, building our thing. But, but the market is saying something different. The market is saying, you know what, the customers are saying, this is where I'm comfortable shopping. You know, I would rather speak. Place. It is what uh, is called consumer behavior, yeah. Um, and so we we saw that and noticed that most a, a lot of DMs, a lot of a lot of sales is happening in DMs of this of these merchants, you know. And the question was, how do we automate that? How do we ensure that they have all the tools needed to be able to sell better in their DMs? And so what we basically did is to, to get directly with Instagram, such that. Um, the, the merchants now see their DMs directly on their bumper app. Yes, so they can. Right there now on the chat. So we have something called click action buttons where you can send product directly, you know, record your sale. Um, you know, request for payments, organize the data. So right now, when the merchant is into someone, they have all their all the data about that that particular person chatting with them. You know, and they'll be responding like they are just on Instagram. The, the customer will be receiving these messages like they are on Instagram, but they are actually on on bumper. You know, so that is going to help them. You know. Because there's so much um, cover details that are, are now left just on Instagram um, without being very useful to, to the merchant. Now they, they capture it on bumper. They can use that to either optimize their ads or or just you know understand how their business is doing in those those sales sales channels. Um, and so yes, so that that's that's what that was about you know. Um, and the I think merchants really love it you know based on what we've seen so far. Um, I think, if I may, I think what Kelvin just said is very important. Uh, what uh, what uh, Bumpa is doing and what we, Quick is doing with uh, Quick, yeah. Quick Store that we launched uh, yeah, recently, launch something recently similar, yeah. uh, goes, uh, I mean, in, into the same spirit. On one hand, we are empowering the merchants, the sellers, uh, millions of them in Lego alone who uh, have products and they know how to sell them. But they need they need some backup. They need some uh, some back office to to help them uh, streamline their their operations and automate their sales as well as much as possible. And on the other side, from the consumer side, which I think is uh, as important uh, as well as Kelvin said, uh, this is social social media is where most uh, Nigerians are comfortable shopping, and this boils down, in my uh, opinion, as a newcomer to to Nigeria, to the issue of trust. And uh, if you look at uh, existing uh, uh, legacy uh, e-commerce players such as uh, Jumia and Conga, of course they've did, they've did an, uh, they did an amazing job uh, laying out the first, uh, the first base, going to the first base of e-commerce. But uh, the issue of trust is a big issue for, uh, for, for, for merchants and also mostly for consumers because uh, sometimes while well, you shop something and uh, you buy something and it's not what you receive. And you need to, as a consumer, you want to feel comfortable with uh, the reseller, and you want to understand that you can reach out to somebody real if there is an issue. Mm. 
Yes. And it's perfectly understandable. Uh, 15 years ago, when uh, France, uh, or 20 years ago, when France started to adopt e-commerce, uh, the government passed a law for called the law for the trust on eco on of online shopping. Mm. And it was uh, it was uh, indispensable to create uh, the environment, uh, the framework for consumers to feel safe online buying online. And this is a process perfectly natural uh, through which uh, um, all economies are, are going through. And uh, companies, uh, tech companies, uh, have a foremost uh, uh, prominent role to play, and that's what we are trying to do uh, with many other uh, startup uh, founders uh, and and teams in uh, in Lagos. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one of the issues, until you came today, I didn't know that you actually had quick store. So yeah, we're still a bit quiet about it. Yeah. Mm. So logistics is an issue. Um, everyone complains about logistics. I think apart from fintech startups, yeah. logistics startups get the most flack from yeah. consumers. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's either your your package does arrive when it should arrive. Yeah or it arrives in worse condition than you expected, yes. or there's just always one problem, almost always. So okay. how has it been? You've been in the logistics space for quite a bit. So yes. how has that experience been? Well, um, uh, we've started quick because of those uh, challenges, okay? Because we want to contribute uh, in solving them. And uh, I think we've been fairly successful uh, uh, because, uh, I mean, we have a, around 300,000 customers right now. They are all merchants, okay? okay? Uh, I mean, 99% are merchants. And we have uh, over 4,000 uh, riders signed up uh, from bikes, I mean bikes, but also trucks and vans and SUVs. Uh, so uh, I think the uh, key approach is to ensure that first of all, you select your partners, delivery partners very carefully, and okay. you empower them by giving them training uh, and tools. And that's what we've been doing. And uh, of course, we always, I mean, life is full of uh, obstacles, of course. Yeah, yeah. surprises. And, uh, the, 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 the key thing is to overcome them and to, and to learn from what you do. Uh, so uh, we spend a lot of time uh, uh, empowering the riders. Next Sunday, we have uh, one of our regular town hall meetings with all the riders from Quick. Uh, going together and we, we 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 give them a meal and we hear their grievance and, and we give them some uh, perspective on the future etc etc uh, and so by empowering them uh, you give them some visibility and some uh, some outlook in life the the f biggest earner on the quick platform uh, last year made 3.2 million naira take home okay which is interesting huge amount yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's, I think he's 50, uh, he's over 50, and he's a very resilient guy, and he's not the only one. So if you keep your rider happy, they will do a better job. That's the bottom line. Then uh, you have some uh, environmental uh, factors that you need to take into account. Um, in order to keep track of your riders and of the, the quality and to maintain the quality of the delivery process, you need to be able to track them uh, and to geolocate them. Okay, yeah. so if the data network in uh, in the city or in the country is not good or not good enough or not or too expensive, uh, riders are not uh, easily locatable. It's difficult to locate them. Yeah. Okay, either because the network will not allow them to be tracked because uh, there are some faults in the network, or because the net uh, network is too expensive and they will turn off the data. 
uh, because they try to save money and uh, we all try to save money these days because mm -hmm. life is so expensive, right? Yeah. So um, uh, if, you, um, if you create uh, um, a reliable data network and affordable data, data network, and uh, I mean, the telecom companies are, have already started doing that, but I feel that they could, uh, they could do even better. Uh, well, you create a digital market. Mm. And data becomes a, a ceases to be a hindrance and it becomes a convenience, mm. so to speak. Um, so uh, we are in constant dialogue with uh, telecom companies to see how we can foster uh, a, a broad digital market for Nigeria uh, by making data more affordable and more reliable. And of course, it's a work in progress. Uh, but I feel it's very important. If the U.S. is such a, a, a groundwork, um, a a playground for innovation, is because data is very cheap and you can access it uh, everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. So I think before we'll come back to uh, Kelvin, we're going to pay a little homage to people paying our house rent. So, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abisala Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa. Did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa's marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. To do this, reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. Hey guys, welcome back and uh, I hope you enjoyed the message from our sponsors yes so yeah kelvin thank you for staying with us and uh i'd like to know you've been basically trying to build what we in the media called uh, shopify for africa i don't know if we're right on the money with that but i think now you can clarify if we are wrong about that but what are the challenges in building something like that from the onset
um, to, to logistics, to, um, to the bookkeeping, invoices, everything, to the marketplaces where we sell, um, to credit, everything is just connected um, and seamless for you. So that's, that's how we, we are thinking about it. And so that's one way that we basically um, try to ensure that we're not, um, you know, we, we can't overcome some of these challenges. Um, I think another thing would be um, the, I would say, um, the market generally. Um, when, when, when we started building this, we definitely knew that um, we're not entirely building from for the entire small business owners um, because there's, there's still a large chunk of business owners that are still largely entirely offline. Um, they don't necessarily have as much access. Um, and the idea was how do we start building these stages, you know, starting from the, the lowest hanging fruits, you know, um, the people that would immediately start by adopting the solution. Because we, we actually tried. You know, we actually tried and we discovered that um, it would take some time. Let me give you an example. So, for instance, um, you know, just painting two scenarios. When we when we meet an Instagram merchant and say, "Oh yeah, join Bomba and you have all this," immediately they are able to set up, you know, do everything by themselves. You know, get a website, push it out there, and even make a sale. You know, they get their wallet like almost immediately. Um, and when we went offline merchant and we say, oh, you get all these same things, you know, it's, it's a lot difficult um, because for them, they don't necessarily have any community that they can basically push their product to in that, that website. So, so giving them a website was not necessarily, you know, they don't necessarily need it. You know, so what we instead thinking about is, which is something we have to solve first before we go back to them is how do we ensure that you know, when they put their products up, you know, we can actually help them push their products to, to their customer. Because if that, if that's the, the loop that is, the, that's the gap that um, has actually not been fixed largely. So either by helping them run better ads, you know, optimize based on the data that we have about their business and, and their customers, um, or even just connecting their products, you know, to other marketplaces. You know, something, simple things like that, you know, just so that their products can have very good visibility. So one of the things that we're doing now is that we're integrating with Google My Business, Google Shopping. Yeah, so it means that immediately you you click that button on your connected apps. There's, there's something called connected apps, and that's how uh, merchants can connect with different solutions they use. When you click on um, Google My Business, it just tells you something, and immediately all your products on Bumper become available on Google My Business. You know, so when people search for products on Google, um, search to buy something you know, on their map or even shop shopping, they will get to see your products on their website. So visibility, things, things like that, you know, it, it seems very simple, um, but those are the kind of things that we can now do, you know, to help those, these offline businesses because they don't have the, the community that you'll be able to push, that you can just say, oh, I'll give you a website and that's it. You know, there has to be something more. Um, so yes, and and... It's also a good thing that we have a lot of people building in this space, um, and that's because there's now so much education, you know, happening in this space. You know, we're now seeing even offline businesses beginning to, you know, they are now a little bit comfortable. This we are basically writing on the work that you know, people like Jumia, Gigi, um, Conga, or even Tiff, that sort of wave have done over the past year. You know, because before now. If you tell anybody to buy something online, they would be like, what? You know, now we're seeing the adoption is now, you know, it's, it's growing rapidly, you know, and, you know, at, at this rate, we'll probably, um, 
being one of the biggest markets for, for online purchases in the next five years. Hmm. So you're talking about a big market. What's the relationship so far between uh, an e-commerce platform and fulfillment? So I know there's shopping and making things easy on one hand, making payments easy on one hand, making integrations seamless. But how's that conversation been? Thank God, uh, thankfully, Romain is here. And you, but let's start with you. The relationship between e-commerce and fulfillment so far so good. Are there? Uh, they are inseparable. They are inseparable. You know, and I'm sure that's even why you know um, um, Romain and, and the Inquire Quick team decided to you know start building out you know stuff and stuff because you realize that you know they are physically inseparable. Um, you will definitely need to figure that out. You know, at some point. Um, for now, what we do is that we allow merchants to figure it out themselves, um, and that and that, that means that you know we when we speak to most of them, they sort of have logistic, they have their logistic guide, or they use JSG, and or they use this, or they use quick, you know. And one of the things that we are, we are, we are going to do, which I started talking with um, Remain, Remain before the, the start of the, the podcast, was that um, we need to we can find a way to have quick on board. You know, such that business owners can be able to select Quick as a delivery um, partner and and they're able to deliver products, you know, um, seamlessly. You know, without them thinking about oh, copying the data here, I'm wasting it there. You know, because we already have that data, we can push it to down to to Quick. And you know, for the merchant, it's just seamless. We're not thinking about anything. Um, so yes, so first is that it's inseparable. If you're buying anything online, it means that definitely that product has to come in, you know, one way or the other. And there's a lot of work, and I'm sure Romain would, would speak more about this. There's a lot of work in managing, you know, the entire operations of, of logistics, especially in a country like this where the infrastructure is not, you know, it's, it's not there, so standard enough. Um, but yes, um, we are now looking at working with partners like Big, you know, um, and other partners to ensure that might um, have choice, might have a choice to select their partners, um, but are also able to seamlessly, you know, integrate their, their choice partners um, when, whenever they need. Okay, Romain? No, I totally agree with Kelvin's uh, view. Uh, uh, the seamless uh, integration is the key to uh, customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm. This is how you, uh, this is how you generate uh, uh, profit. Uh, this is how you avoid uh, unnecessary uh, cost and delays. Delays means cost uh, in the logis logistic space. And this is how you uh, you grow the pie for everybody. So uh, we our policy is to integrate uh, uh, with uh, all players in the market. We consider that we don't have competitors; we have competitors. Okay, mm. um, <laughs> because in the logistics space, you speak, and in the fulfillment space, you everybody collaborates with everybody. So that's very important. Uh, and the, already the market in Nigeria for e-commerce is organizing itself. Jumia uh, understood that uh, uh, to be better at fulfilling and, uh, and delivering, they need to open to third parties as well. Uh, we were the first uh, uh, African uh, delivery uh, platform to uh, integrate with uh, all the big e-commerce solutions such as Shopify, uh, uh, WooCommerce, PrestaShop, and Magento. So if you have a Magento uh, store or e-commerce or a PrestaShop store, you can select uh, Quick as a delivery partner. We did that two years ago. 
uh, and uh, the market is going to continue to structure itself and uh, and uh, the fulfillment uh, uh, part uh, will not escape that and uh, you will have a lot i mean you have so much real retail real, real estate in um, in lagos or in nigeria uh the the really good ones are the ones that are well operated they're going to specialize and they're going to uh to attract uh e-commerce uh, merchants or social vendors uh that will locate their inventory as close as possible to their big markets because uh, if you're a merchant and you trust the fulfillment center and the prices are affordable there is no reason why you should keep your inventory close to you you, you want your inventory to be as close as possible to your to uh, the end user to the consumer yes uh, and uh, uh, this is a part of what we are developing as well we want to create tools to for merchants to locate the the fulfillment center that will be uh, closest uh, the, the closest to, to their need or to their customers need and we want to empower our landlords uh, to uh, so that every um, available space is a full fulfillment space mm -hmm. okay as long as it meets uh, number of criteria, of course, in terms of safety, etc. And so everybody's going to integrate with everybody and, uh, and the best ones are going to uh, emerge. And that's, that's the way it should be, I think. Okay, so addressing is one of the biggest issues for logistics or e-commerce um, services in Nigeria. So um, there are no adequate um, addressing services in the country. So uh, it's not so bad, you know, uh, quick uh, to that, I mean, delivers I mean, we have offices in Lagos and Abuja. Okay. We're opening offices in Ibadan uh, this month. Okay, uh, but we deliver all the way to Kano. Okay, okay. Uh, with not with bikes obviously, but uh, with with trucks. From Abuja, we serve uh, six states around Abuja plus the federal capital territory, and from uh, Lagos, we serve uh, four states. So. Um, what we see is that the addressing system uh, has considerably improved uh, over the past uh, four years since uh, I arrived in Nigeria, uh, not because of Quick, but because of all the innovation that is done uh, locally, uh, and also because Google uh, invested a lot of money uh, yeah. in Google Map, and uh, it's too expensive. I told, <laughs> I keep telling them, I think it's a real uh, obstacle to the to progress of uh, African tech. The fact that Google Map is crazy expensive for Africans is the same price for Africans and for Americans, mm. which doesn't make sense, right? So, um, but beyond that, we, we observe that our addresses are becoming more and more reliable, and we have a very high success rate uh, in delivering. Uh, what you need to ensure before the delivery starts, and maybe Kelvin will have a, a different opinion, but uh, uh, we, you need to ensure before the delivery is picked up that uh, the, 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 the customer is really, will really be at the location that he says he will be at. Yeah. Oh. Because- uh, How do you achieve that? Well, uh, we automate, okay. okay, but also we do human intervention when, uh, when required. Uh, and uh, we educate the, the riders. We teach the riders how to behave, how to prepare for, deli for deliveries, okay? So some of our riders do 20 deliveries a day and they have a success rate of uh, maybe 99%. Uh, some of them, some of them uh, do uh, less, uh, or and they can have a lower uh, efficiency uh, rate. But uh, you try to anticipate the problems and to make sure you have the right information. And so technology is very helpful to do that. Obviously. Oh. Okay. 
So a lot of companies are tending to build um, embedded finance products. In yes, so we do that too. Oh, okay. Tell us about that. Well, uh, the first uh, uh, financial services financial service that we embedded is cash collection, obviously, okay. because seventy percent of Nigerians don't have a bank account, as you know, uh, and uh, um, if you are an e-commerce merchant. Uh, collecting your payment uh, is very important on the one hand, as we discussed before. And if you're a consumer, uh, making sure that you get value for your money is very important as well. It's mm -hmm. the issue of trust again. And so we, we started uh, the cash and delivery uh, um, collection a uh, year and a half ago. And uh, it's a wonderful tool because uh, now we collect cash for... Uh, uh, from restaurants who buy supplies of uh, staple food, uh, from uh, people, I mean merchants in, compu in computer village. Uh, so it can, it can, it can. Uh, uh, it's changing the life of the merchant because he, he can, uh, he knows he has insurance with us for the cash and for the product, and he knows that every uh, 12 hours or 24 hours, depending, he will get his uh, his cash on his bank account. Okay. So another se financial service that we're looking at is uh, um, uh, lending, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not ourselves, because it's not our, it's not our job. We're not a financial institution. But uh, it's uh, uh, connecting uh, financial institutions with merchants, and also merchants between each other. Because uh, uh, if you, I mean... As you know better than me, you go on, uh, you go in Yaba Market, you go in uh, Oyingbo Market. The merchants they, they they borrow from each other, and they lend to each other. And uh, we want to bring this informal economy into the formal economy. It's going to become more reliable, more institutionalized, more effective, and at the same time, uh, it's going to empower a lot of people. Awesome. So it be led. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So the uh, remain touched on something that I maybe you might want to address, Kevin. The whole what I ordered versus what I got. So now that uh, merchants are finding it easy to integrate an e-commerce solution into their platform, they can sell very, very easily. The whole issue of trust in the e-commerce space. Is there anything, is there any way that uh, Bumper helps to uh, mitigate this? I know it can probably not be completely eradicated, but yeah, what I would have is what I got. It's terrible. <laughs> so yes, yes, it's definitely something that we definitely see, um, like in, in, the, in the space, that um, just people maybe talking about it or ranting about it. Um, for us, we, we are not necessarily building for the end consumers. Um, we are building entirely for the for, merchants. For the merchants, okay. And yes, and for the business owners. So our own work is to just, you know, help with, you know, their own verification, ensuring that um, they're using the um, a tool like um, that we built to, to to sell, you know, the right product. Um, but we are entirely focused on, on the tech and for merchants, you know, so we're not, you know, we're not necessarily um, designed to, you know, um, work with the with the customers. So if you see something that the merchant is selling and you purchase it, you know, and you reach out to the merchant, you know, just like how you reach out to them um, normally. Um, the, the only thing that now they have um, tech to help them with recording their sales, um, websites, engaging their customers. They have all those tech because that's what we're we are providing. 
but not necessarily the, the end-to-end um, system. So some of the things that we are looking at doing, you know, um, working with partners majorly um, is, is, you know, helping merchants be able to, you know, put in escrow. You know, so con- consumers should, should be able to pick um, companies or business owners that have escrow, you know, already, you know, integrated. You know, is th- that that's now on the, the part of the consumers, you know, the education, the educational part, like saying, oh, um, you know, how do I ensure that I, I, I want to be sure that this is what I get. So I'm going to use a business owner that has the escrow already integrated, meaning that I don't, my money does not get to the merchant unless I receive the product, you know, simple things like that. Or working with partners like delivery guys to ensure that, you know, um, you know, we don't release funds until the delivery partner can say, oh, yes, I have actually delivered this thing to the customer. Um, then you release the funds, you know. So just having those systems in place are things that we can do, you know, with the help of uh, partners um, to ensure that we're, we're helping some of, solve some of those um, issues. Uh, we, that's something we do with Quickstore as well. We, I think, is the right approach. We don't release the funds for forty-eight hours. Oh, uh, okay. And then the, the, the customer has a has a has a, a way to to uh, make a claim if he doesn't receive the product or if the product is not what he ordered. Okay, uh, and uh, it's very simple steps that uh, are helping foster trust. Because trust, the lack of trust, in my opinion, is not just uh, oh. Uh, you're a crook and uh, I'm a victim. It can be just a misunderstanding or the inventory the, the inventory is not available and uh, with inventory management like on Bumper or on Quickstore, uh, the merchant can, can uh, track better what is his inventory level and he can, get, uh, he can receive a flag, a message if the inventory is becoming too low uh, and he can anticipate. Uh, so that's, uh, that's yeah. a great way to, to help trust. Awesome. So, well, <laughs> thank you very much for that uh, insightful uh, comment. And also, thank you very much, Kevin. And uh, yes, maybe some other questions I would have asked, but I just realized if I keep asking or Chingozin keeps asking, we will probably keep be here till 5 p.m. So, uh, yeah, this has been really, really interesting. And uh, thank you guys so much for having us here today. And for our listeners and viewers, and thank you so much for the support and yeah for watching to this point of the conversation and let us know what you think about e-commerce are there any stories you'd like to share with us that you think <laughs> this guy should hear so that's yeah i mean uh both the merchants if you're a merchant and you have a lot of headaches around your business or you're a delivery person or you're an end user just let us hear what you think and yeah we'll be happy to <laughs> We're happy to send it to you guys, right? Hope you guys are willing to. I mean, uh, as we say in uh, in my country, Rome has not bi- has not built itself in one day. Yes. And uh, I'm sure Kelvin can say the same. But uh, the, the tremendous progress that has been made in Nigeria, yeah, uh, definitely, years is, is, is amazing uh, and it's very inspiring. Oh, awesome, awesome. So yeah, that's uh, with that we come to the end of the show today. And uh, let's let's know what you think. Uh, give us your comments. Who else do you want to see on this podcast? Uh, you can drop your, your. So now it's not just Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, <laughs> everywhere. Now it's also Instagram. It's also TikTok. It's also YouTube, Twitter, anywhere else you are watching this or listening to this. So okay. Um, I don't think I have any. Is there any other thing? No, okay. 
All right. So see you guys at some other time. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye, Kevin. <laughs>